0: Yeah, like we have like, you know how we have like the split state champs, right? I right. Feel like the, the, the SoCal or the, the SoCal state crit champs should just be the state crit champs and the NorCal road race champs needs to just be the NorCal or the California champs because- Maybe we should do like playoffs, right? the
1: winners and then you have the top, whatever, and you do a, a, a funnel race. Uh,
0: uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think we need to like do away with like the two state champs and just have like, we just yeah. need one. And I think that's something that should be like, okay, Legion makes a big deal out of that jersey, but it's cool and it it like, it like draws attention and like, I know like Rafa, Rafa store, like they were selling it on the Rafa store and it was getting bought like left and right. So like, that's something that should be, you know, marketed like while we can, like it's something like special and it can make it, you know, some more hype around racing.
1: Welcome everybody to the Between Two Wheels podcast, today's show. Got a great guest for you, Tyler Williams, the uh, Legion of LA star, namesake of the Williams. Is he one of the actual Williams brothers? We're going to find that out. Tyler, thanks for joining us. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me.
1: Is there any rumor that you are one of the Williams bro- brothers? Yeah, but well, it's a, it's a fun rumor that I'm playing with. I'm like the, the long lost brother. <laughs> long lost brother yeah yeah so uh look i appreciate you coming and joining it look i'm trying to do a bunch of interviews just because we're cramped inside um sure. i don't know what you're doing what's what's your coronavirus outlet right now
0: uh well today i actually got it ride outside so that was pretty nice um yeah i mean it was it was a pretty big like it was a big bummer yeah you know? obviously like most of the big races were just getting ready to start And it was like kind of like the time of the season where I was preparing to actually be good. Uh, so it was like all that winter's work kind of for these like two or three months coming in now are probably not going to happen. So that was a bummer, but now i had like a week of like kind of pitying on myself and then starting to get back into training.
1: Right. So, so you did some outside today. I mean, look, we just, we just got a notice here in Sacramento County. You're, which County are you in? Sonoma. Sonoma. Okay. So we're similar to us.
0: Yeah, we're on like the shelter in place, but we can right. exercise outside. So,
1: yeah, same here. They said going into tonight, it's supposed to be, and this is the uh, the 19th uh, Thursday, um, shutting basically everything down. Um, I think they said you can exercise, you know, vital gas and some other things. But um, other than that, uh, I think yeah. it's safe. You tell me, I think it's safe uh, going out and riding your bike, maybe not with a group, but it um, seems
0: like one of the safest things to do. Yeah. I think it's, as long as you're being responsible about it and not like, yeah, in a big group and helping contribute to like the spread of the virus and why, why shouldn't you be able to go outside? I think it's healthy for everyone and everyone would be going crazy if not.
1: Yeah. I, I've got four kids and we're, <laughs> we're doing everything we can yeah. to alleviate the <laughs> process. How about you? Yeah. A family? You married? Kids? What's the... the I'm, I'm married.
0: My wife is a nurse, so she's okay. busy right now. Wow. Uh, and then she's pregnant also. So, okay. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's coming in October around oh. Sun. So I'm okay. pretty excited about that. Yeah,
1: congratulations. So is she? Yeah, being unind- is she working right now? I mean, I don't know what the the issue of being yeah. pregnant and being a
0: nurse. No, she's still working, but that's kind of like the the interesting and not like great side of this whole thing is like what the hospitals and the hospital staff are having to deal with, uh, regarding like the virus and their own protection. And obviously now that she's pregnant, that's a bigger concern for us, especially. But uh, yeah, no, she's still going to work and. Uh, I don't know if they have any coronavirus patient, patients at their hospital yet, but I'm sure it's coming.
1: Gotcha. So look, a few years ago, I noticed you, well, two years ago, I noticed you were back in town. And mm-hmm. so I thought, hey, this is, at some point, this is someone I, I do need to talk to. So you, why don't you give us a, a little un- understanding? Um, you had raced uh, grown up in NorCal, raced here, looked like you had started off Cat5, done your whole thing, then got the big time, uh, but then you're coming back. So... why don't you tell us maybe start with what happened with uh israel cycling academy to bring you back here and then we can talk about some of the great exploits you've done
0: sure so yeah uh in 2018 was my end of my neo pro contract so when you turn pro you have two years or turn pro continental or World tour you get a two-year contract um that was the end of the second year and yeah the team was kind of going in just moving in a different direction they were they were growing quite rapidly, obviously now their world tour. So right. uh, they, they were kind of trying to sign at the, at the time they were trying to get into the tour uh, on, on invite. So then like they were trying to sign French writers and stuff like that. And there was just really, there just wasn't going to be room for uh, an American anymore. They didn't have a, a need for it. Um, so yeah, they, they retained like a couple of the Canadian guys instead and, and uh some of the other guys and a few of us got like go, and that was kind of that was it it was it was just yeah it wasn't handled in in my opinion like the best best way and i was definitely like very disappointed in in the situation but um at the same time you know was, that's the business of cycling it's right it's a privilege to be at that level and you know not everyone gets to stay there for very long so it was disappointing um i felt like i had a lot more to to learn and to keep improving and i was capable of it but you know, it, I wasn't given the opportunity. So at the same time I just had to make the most of it and moved on.
1: So, so what's the plan now? I mean, obviously you're still right. You came back, you were racing a little bit with uh Cal last year, I think. Um, now with Legion of LA, is that the plan to just kind of domestic, I mean, assuming we're going to have a cycling season or a future <laughs> at all, but, um, you know, is that the plan just kind of do the domestic thing or to get back to world tour? What's the, what's the ultimate goal here?
0: Yeah. So, last I was really burnt out at the end of 2018. And, but at the same time I was especially just disappointed in the, in the domestic scene. Also Uh, I wasn't given any opportunity domestically at all. Um, I think I had spent so much of my, my career in Europe and I I hadn't really nurtured any of the relationships stateside just because I hadn't been here to develop anything. So um, you know, a lot of the teams operate is they don't see you at the races They don't really, it doesn't matter what races you've done. They don't really care. So, uh, yeah. So last year I was obviously still like training and racing and riding. So I was like, well, I'll just race and, um, kind of just have some fun with it. And, uh, I started going to school and kind of preparing for what's next after cycling. But then, yeah, I was racing basically just independently. Uh, I did Redlands with Team California, which was, well, besides there was obviously a big tragedy with tate but um outside right. of that right. i had a very good time uh i had a great time with those guys and they're all super people um and then yeah then the legion thing kind of started to happen at the end of last year i guess rode with them at boise and Santa and uh i had such an yeah. amazing time with those guys and and i fit in super well and i've known the whole team since i started cycling so like i kind of had started racing with them Moved on to what I was doing and now kind of came full circle back. And yeah, my plan now is just to help them kind of grow. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't want to say I'd never go back to that level. That level is so hard to sustain both physically and also just mentally. The strain that it takes to be at the world tour and pro continental level in Europe. Uh, it's a high demand on, on yourself and your family. So it's not something I necessarily am like striving to get back to. Uh, I think that there's a big potential with Legion to kind of do something different and I get to have a lot more say in my, in my life. So that's kind of important to me. So I hope to, you know, help them build a program. You
1: you had been on uh, the BMC development team. Is that correct? Uh, With action and then you, okay. So you you made an interesting comment that your rapid growth and getting to go over and race in Europe actually has hindered you, I guess, for your own ability to get a team, back in the uh, on the domestic scene is that kind of the truth
0: no i would say i think it definitely had a big factor to play in it um i was i was kind of like fast tracked to that like european european style bmc was okay it's an american team but that was very european situation uh even when i was with action the last year of u23s i was very i was racing in europe almost the entire time um so, yeah, and that was always, like, my, my objective was to be in the European, uh, you know, in the big European races. And, and that was, like, you know, also you're, like, kind of, I guess, uh, conditioned to think that that's where you need to be. Right, right. And it, and it is at this moment. Like, those are the races that you want to be doing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I was just focused on, on getting there. And, um, yeah, I think it did hinder, like, you know, when, when the bottom kind of fell out. And also, to be fair, that was a really rough year with cycling just in general. Domestically, we lost a lot of teams. That was when Jolly Belly was changing, and he and Cappy went from um, Pro Continental down to Continental again. And and there's just – yeah, it was – I mean, it's hard. Domestically, there's not really any spots anyways. At the same time, you know, the, the silver lining was I ended up with Legion, and, uh, you know, I took a year off, but I, at the same time – a year, a year off. I uh, – <laughs> I kind of, I, I found a lot of the parts that I'd kind of like lost as far as like the racing uh, mentality. I kind of fell back in love with that spot, that part of it and like trying to win races because basically for my entire career, I was working for other guys. I was never riding the, the end of a race. I was, my job was done at least 5K to go. So I last year had to like kind of relearn how to win races again. Um, and I really enjoyed that. And now I can kind of take, that skill set to legion where some races I will be the leader. Some races I'm working for Corey and Justin or the GC guy or, you know, or I'm the GC guy. So I think it did make me a a more complete rider. What is your skill
1: set specifically? I mean, when you race, especially in the NorCal, you just being strong, you can almost do anything. Um, but what is your specific skill set, um, in the overall scheme of things?
0: Uh, Yeah. Uh, it's like something It's like a, a weird thing for me because i think that's been a little bit of like a an issue for me throughout my career is like what am i really good at i'm like mm. almost kind of mediocre at everything and not really good at anything uh i would say kind of in the last like year i mean i was always a good classics writer i was built for that i'm not i'm not super big so like it was weird. I was always like the smallest guy in the big classics and I was like the biggest guy in any Hilly race. Hmm. Uh when I was when I was racing in like the, the bigger stuff. So I think now I mean I really am good at leadouts and like and like being like that kind of last guy for Corey and Justin in the crits has like been a really good uh fit for me. Um I have the power to like kind of snap it up, but I can also do like if I have a sudden I did the whole last lap because uh, we kind of uh, overshot or lead out so I can kind of com- like I can do what I need to do to kind of like make sure I protect those guys so that's a good role for me and then yeah I mean I like like the hard the hard hilly races or windy or I need mean, it to be hard the hard races I'm good in I can't so, really climb with the best but I can do everything else
1: do you, do you think your time over in Europe has kind of helped you for being this pilot lead out guy for the crits uh, being able to, Hey, I, I could get in there. I can mix it up and it doesn't matter. Um, you know, I'm not just a climber guy that maybe wants to sit on the back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it has. Um, I think those races are so aggressive that I never really, the first big like national crit or big crit I'd ever done was Boise actually like mm. in my life. So I didn't really know what to expect going into that. And like the, like Corey and Justin give me a hard time. Cause like, I, I get scared compared to those guys still. Uh, they'll laugh at me. They'll, be, they'll yell at me to like, stop hitting the brakes and stuff like that. <laughs> um, but I think it, it definitely has because even though the crits are crazy, it's nothing like, it's nothing like going into a cobble section and hitting noise fly or something like that. That is, that is a whole nother level of war. So uh, the crits are, especially my role in it, is super straightforward and actually probably fairly safe because I'm either on the front or I'm getting out of the way. Um, which was kind of how I like it.
1: So, a lot of people may know you for uh winning Snelling this year. Congratulations, by the way. Yeah, thank you. But yeah. maybe they don't know that you got second place in uh, the Spoil, uh, Perry Robet, what 2014, I think. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, my claim to fame. But yeah. It is. And, and I actually let me pull this. Um, so Mike Tunisian won it that year. Mm-hmm. I mean, people may remember him winning a stage, what, stage one or two of the tour this last year, wearing the yellow jersey. Yep. There's a, there's a yeah. list, if they go through this, that's uh, pretty impressive. How, how did that race shake out for you? Um, that was, man,
0: what a day that was.
1: Uh, I mean, that, first of all, let's just say Perry Robet and your top three, I don't care whatever happens in your life, even though it's just a spa, that's, that's something you can hang your hat on forever.
0: Yeah, you know, I was always good at riding cobbles. Even when I went over as a junior, it was like something that I like excelled at. I don't I have no idea why. Uh, I'm not like built as like uh, obviously he rides good on cobbles, mm. but it was always something that I, I enjoyed doing, and I was always fairly good at. Um, and Roubaix is just like the weirdest. It's like it's it's just an interesting race the way. It plays out. I, it's hard to even describe. It's just different than any other race you'll ever do. I have a feeling it's something like what like the big gravel races are like, where you just end up riding hard for as long as you can and you're in a group and then you're in a different group and then you're just like kind of always just like trying, you're just going hard. Uh, so that kind of suited me. But yeah, we ended up in a big um, breakaway like of like 20 something guys pretty early on, um, just before the first cobble sections. And um, we had Stefan Kuhn who's on FBJ now yeah. in our team, was with BMC. And who else was the leaders? Uh, Ignacio Moser, Francisco Moser's son. Uh, so we had like, those were kind of like the protected guys. And then I just kind of ended up in the breakaway with my teammate. Um, who were you with a, then? Because I'm looking at the results. It doesn't have your I was your with teammate. BMC. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was with BMC. Um, and like Logan Owen was in that breakaway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was a, it was a, it was a good move. And, and we had like, we got like two and a half, three minutes. And it kind of just sat there all day. Uh, and then at one point, right before Mons and Pavel, so like 60Ks to go, um, there were, so we started like attacking each other. And it was just kind of, I don't really know what caused the attacking to start because uh, it had been working fine up until then. And we, like, we went through a feed zone and then it kind of all like, just broke down. And um, we went through like a little town. And it was, it was funny, I, like, when Sagan won some years ago, he did like a similar move, like through this town where he like kind of seated, accelerated. Uh, and then like you get two, two corners through and you're out of sight. And that was kind of what happened with me was I, we were like trying to like get cooperation again in the group. And then someone just let my wheel go and I looked back and I saw it and I went around the corner and then I just like punched it hard out. And then I was alone. Uh, and then I did one or two sectors alone. And then Tunisian came to me and then, um, And then my teammate came to me. So then we were with three in the front. And then we sat at like a minute uh, for a long time. And then in the end, Tunis and just went full gas on um, Carford Alarbra. And just in the corner, he was like cyclocross world champion at the time. And he just sent it through this corner, like (laughs) twice as fast as me. And I was like on the limit. And he, all he needed was like one meter and that was it. And I just could never close it again. And then I flatted, on, on uh the last like real section. Uh luckily the car was like behind me because I was alone. Um and yeah, I rode all the way to the finish, like the last like twenty K's solo. Um and got to enter the velodrome alone in second and yeah, it was it was obviously disappointing because man, I was missing like one percent that day. Uh and up until up until I got dropped, I thought I was gonna win. I felt I was on a good day. Um and then all of a sudden he was just a lot stronger than I was. Uh, in that one section, but yeah, that was how it went. And, uh, it was cool though. It was, is the coolest thing I've ever done cycling, for cycling. Sure. How, how was the weather that day? Was it good? It was bad? hot. No, hot. it was hot. It was like really hot and dusty. Uh, I did mm-hmm. it like two years later with action and it was actually a little bit rainy, which was a completely different experience, but also like, it was really neat because everyone's like off or rain, in the rain, like, right. it's, like this fabled, <laughs> fabled thing. Well, we got to do it. The U23 race happens in, uh, the end of May or early June, usually. So it's kind of a lot different weather than like the the proper ones. But um, yeah, we got some raining in that June, but this day was pretty hot, dusty. It was really dusty and sandy in a lot of the corners. Interesting also to know, I'm just looking through the list here.
1: Uh, so you come in 115 back from Tunisian and then 149, there's a, a big gr- group. So with your flat and everything and being out 20K, that was pretty impressive. But uh, Tish Benute, I mean, there's some people I don't recognize in here, yeah. but Tish Benute, you know, he's uh, Mick Kung, um, uh, Logan Owen, I mean, very impressive. So congrats yeah, to that. Yeah. This was, when did you start? Because I don't think you start, I'm just trying to look back and I did the peripheral research on you, not, not too uh-huh. much, but um, like 2011 or so is when you kind of got into cycling as a
0: junior, is that right? Uh, 2000, 2009, I started riding. Okay, um, I'm actually from Bakersfield. So I okay. grew up in yeah. Bakersfield. And started racing in SoCal, mostly, actually. Um, that was how I got to know Corey and Justin.
1: And okay, so you've known them Swiss for quite then. a few years?
0: From then, yeah. Yeah, like racing uh, industrial park crits was kind of how mm-hmm. it started. Um, and then in 2011, I joined Team Swift in yeah. Santa Rosa. And that was kind of how my NorCal connection began. Um, yeah, so in 2011, I, I started on Team Swift and started coming up here to race and uh started with the national team in 2011 as well
1: how, how did you feel about like it feels like right now our kind of cycling scene is diminishing to some extent you know people are doing gravel doing other things uh but back then i think imagine the junior scene was a little bit of a bigger prospect is that is that something to, is that correct
0: yeah i think the junior scene in my, in my eyes i stay pretty involved with the juniors still i still help a lot with team swift and with Luke Lamperdy, who I'm sure everyone in Cal yeah. like knows is the next great cyclist. <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, like he's a really close friend. And um, so I like stay pretty connected within the juniors. I think that the junior scene is actually pretty strong. We didn't have teams like Lux and Hot Tubes has been doing their thing forever. Forever, uh, Hot Tubes yeah. has always been a great team and they continue to be. And, they're they're and more you know, back, like this, back east though, right? New York? Right, is right yeah. or? But they, they yeah. take the big talent from wherever in the country usually. Gotcha. Uh, I think they're more kind of East Coast-based now than they used to be. Um, but yeah, there wasn't like the Lux back then, but there was like the Specialized Juniors and Team Swift, right. you know, is always kind of like, we they'll, they'll be like me, and then before me was Ryan Eastman. And there's always like a few guys. I think the Junior scene is actually doing pretty good. And you can see that because maybe it's more top-heavy now, mm. um, which is kind of disappointing. I think there's like less opportunity for... Like the, the maybe less developed guys, but, uh, the junior scene is strong. I think it's, it's after that, that we have like the bigger issue within, within domestic cycling is after the juniors and maybe, you know, even a little bit after the U23s, the, you know, that, that strong like domestic scene. Like when I grew up, I'm like the first race I ever won was Mirko, oh, uh, yeah. and Merc you know, Mirko stage race and, and like, there when I won the junior race, but the pro race had, you know, like four continental teams there. Um, and they were like big continental teams that did, you know, all that stuff. And, and we just don't have that now. And that's sad. It is, but, um, kind of a, an interesting
1: a dynamic is I, what I think is, is Legion. They're, they're kind of taking the, you know, that you guys came up for Snelling, you show up for San Rafael, and it's a pretty big, solid. I mean, how many riders do you have on your team as an example?
0: Oh. That's a great question I get that a lot and I can never remember I think it's oh. like round twelve
1: right because i I've seen yeah. some of the races uh where you guys almost look like you have every everybody in the same race
0: yeah yeah, yeah. is there
1: an a or a B squad or I mean you know do you got to designate yeah. for
0: certain races I imagine there there definitely is like a, like a, you know like a like an a squad and a B squad sure and there's like an a crit squad versus the a uh, road racing Sage race squad too so um yeah I mean that's Justin's Justin's goal is, you know, and Justin Corey and and myself now, like we all want to kind of create something that's that's just it's a it's a missing link in cycling in, in North America and I hope that with that team that we can show like there's a different way to do it. Um they're, you know, obviously on it with like the social media. Right, right. Just, like the the, the marketing video. and the content. Yeah, the content and it's like even now like I hope that the team can show that it's sustainable even in these times where we're not racing because there is content to be put out still. Uh, right. and like sponsors can still get seen with that stuff. Um, even though we're not racing. So I think that that's a big, you know, it's, it's a break from like the old school of like, well, if we win races, then we'll get sponsors. Like that model we've obviously seen does not work. There's no reason if that was the case, then HTC would never have been looking for a sponsor back in 2011. Right. Right. Um,
1: you know, and, so, and, 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 you guys are, look, you've got to, there's not everyone is, um, prone to be a social media star necessarily, but, uh, myself
0: included. You're I'm not, you're, you're not, not, you're not no.
1: no, some people are, are really good at it. And I think the Williams brothers, um, they, they've, they've done really good videos. Uh, they obviously, when you win races, you're going to have much better footage than not. So that helps yeah. of course. And I, you know, I've, I've interviewed, uh, Justin uh, Chico when he won uh-huh. and fantastic interview. You know, he, the, the comments he can make and, and very good. So, very approachable, good guys. Uh, you're, you're not, you're no slouch as far as being able to communicate as well. So, uh, Hey, let's talk about your, your, uh, San Rafael, since we're just kind of on that. That was a very impressive, uh, finish you getting in the break. Cause no one expected that I could imagine that it's going to be you and your teammate and not one of the Willi- other Williams brothers yeah. kind of winning that race. Uh, sure. talk to
0: us about that a little bit. Um, yeah, so I kind of ended in the break a little bit because I was scared. Because man, that course yeah. is dark. It is dark right. and scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were we were joking about that after the race too. Like I was on the front like the whole first like 15 minutes of the race before the break one because I just like I was not about to be like further than like 10 guys back. Um, and then my kind of my job was to follow Robin. I know Robin. We've raced together forever. We did national team and worlds together. Um, so. And I was like the one guy who like, okay, Tyler, you can handle Robin because you're at that level. Uh, so that was my goal. So I almost messed it up really badly. Cause I went for this like point or it was like a money. It was like a cash cream and I let it out and won. And then Robin countered over the top of me and I was like, Oh no, like, Oh, this is going to hurt. And I was like, but this is my, this is my job, you know? And uh, I was like, still like guest driving for the team. So I definitely didn't right. mess it up. Um, and then, yeah, so I, you know killed myself got to robin's wheel and then uh you know like guys kind of trickled across to where we had that group of like i think it was seven seven or eight something like that um and we're just we're in a very powerful position at that point because obviously we have the two fastest sprinters in the race so we are fine to like like we're fine for it to be a field sprint like that is what the team is built around and what they do so like that is actually like our plan a and we would rather that because that's where we have the best chance of winning. Um, so it like put us in a, those the three of us that were in the break and I'm just a great position because we are like, we don't really have to ride. Yeah. Um, at all. We would rather not ride even. So we did not And, uh, we didn't ride for like quite a while. Um, which that's not my style of racing. Actually. I actually like can't stand doing that. I'm the first guy to like throw down and let's, let's go for it. And best man win. Um, but, obviously that was like the tactical and smart move for the team. So we sat in and Robin and uh, a couple other guys were like taking some big turns and Cooper rumbled, I think. Was Cooper rumbled. Yeah. 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 Thanks for, I was like, yeah. basing on his name. I wanted to give him credit because he was like really strong. That day. Right.
1: Well, watching oh. that, that, was the question. Watching it, it looked like he was, I, I'm not sure what his, his impetus was for, for doing so much work, but it seemed like he was, <laughs> he was doing a lot of it. He was, he definitely was. Make a I deal mean, with Robin or something. I don't know.
0: For those guys, Like with Robin, like my attitude, my attitude about it was okay. Like we can be up here and you guys can get like second or third, or you can be back there and you're gonna get tenth maybe. Right, right. Like so that was kind of like my attitude about it. It It's like how do you? We're we were in a good spot no matter what. So it's like where do you want to finish, kind of thing. Um, and that's a very like very good position to be in. So we kind of just got to like play it how we wanted. Um, eventually I did start like kind of riding at one point because it was actually a little bit easier to be in the rotation than it was just sitting on the back and having to like close the gap every couple seconds. So you could kind of just like float through in the wheels and it was, it was easier. Um, but yeah. And then, I mean, we, we just knew that Justin and Corey were going to handle business behind so we could kind of just key off of each other. And, um, yeah, we had Diego and Sean McElroy, uh, with me. um,
1: Was there, um, Orstelman maybe was he? I don't for um, Mark Pro or what are they? Yeah, now? there was
0: who there was a Mark Pro guy. I don't remember who it was. Uh, was I think Mark it was Pro him because he was riding yeah. pretty strong last year. And um and then the guy that won was leading the USA Crits uh series too. Um yeah, so I mean it was a, it was a, obviously it was the strongest guys in the race were in the yeah, yeah. in the in the breakaway. Uh, so it was yeah it was it was just a big it was a big move for us to have three guys because we were in just like a really great position with that. We didn't have to do anything. We could kind of play how we wanted. um, And we knew that behind business was going to get taken care of. So um, yeah. And then with like, we didn't really talk the three of us very much uh, until like three, three to go. And then I kind of drifted back. I was like, all right guys. So what are we, what are we going to do here? And we kind of just like formulated a plan that Diego would jump into one to go into the top two corner. And then um, me and Sean, in theory, were going to be in his wheel. Uh, And that didn't exactly go to plan because then Robin got Diego's wheel. And he kind of, Diego jumped a little bit sooner than I expected him to. So I ended up being third wheel or fourth wheel, I guess. I was behind Sean. Sean was on Robin's wheel. And then Diego pulled off uh, just coming out of turn four. And Robin actually went on the outside of him. So (laughs) Diego just kind of like took him out to the barriers because that was the line. Yeah and we just kind of came inside and then Sean and I just sprinted and uh, that was kind of how it finished. Um, Now, so being a
1: guest writer, did you, did you know the skills of these other, of of Sean and Diego as far as, Hey, who's going to be the strongest for this? Or did it just kind of, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I I know I've known those guys for, for a while. Like I remember Sean and Diego, both from when they were juniors. Um, Mm -hmm. Diego's not that much younger than me. Sean's Sean's a bit younger than me, but I, I knew them both. Um, and that's like the great part of the team is everyone there's not really much ego that's like everyone knows kind of like where they where they're where they're at in in the line um i slotted in when i went to boise before in front of justin and Corey. that wasn't like the original plan but then i think they they trusted me to obviously i know what i'm doing and then um they know they saw like i have the power to be in that spot um sean's super fast so like we were kind of interchangeable, and sean was faster than me that day like i there was no way out coming around him out of that corner so it worked out like i think either one of us could have won it just whoever came out of that corner first uh was gonna win so um we just and diego diego was the first one to be like all right this is what i'm gonna do and so the communication was really good even though it was it was brief did you um did you have a
1: uh, an idea that you were going to connect with them for this year at the, I know you were guest riding there. Did that solidify it? Um, did it help? Did it obviously yeah, that's you, you sol- made it. That's up-
0: solid- that solidified it. I mean, it, we were kind of already thinking it after Boise. Um, after that, that was, I went to a specialize with them like the day before and kind of hung out with them a bit, um, the day before Santa Rafael. And, uh, but yeah, that was kind of like in the cards the whole time. It was like kind of like where I was like, all right, this is kind of where I want to be for next year. Um I had like a lot of fun, and I thought that that would be you know just the most healthy situation for me to be in and the best you know prospects as far as long term goals go as well
1: yeah, a uh, good job hitching your yourself to their wagon um yeah. the uh so that that race, like you said, it could be a little dangerous, especially that last corner um mm-hmm. that the and I know they had some construction on that top side that year yeah. um was, was there any danger in the break or did you just feel like, Hey, we're, we're free and clear. And, and is night riding tough for you. I mean, is that a, a problem or not really just the crits in general?
0: Um, that one is just really dark, especially in that backside. The backside of the course is very, very dark. The front side's absolutely fine. Like where the finishes and everything, there's right. so many lights, but the, you know, the top like turn two and turn three is just, you can't really see, you can't see much. Yeah, you have guys coming underneath of you, especially in, in the group, that you're just like all of a sudden like they're they're there. Um and you just don't you just didn't even get a chance to react. So Yeah, I mean it's just like a it's just a tricky course. I don't think it's the night crits I mean I've only okay, I've only done two, so I don't have a ton of experience with this. But Boise, the um, other one is that Boise was the other one, and man, what a blast of a race that was. It was it was unbelievably fun. Um so I mean I think the atmosphere of them is amazing. Uh, Yeah, is there maybe a little bit more danger? Like, you could argue that, but like, especially the backside of Sandra Fells, obviously, okay, we could use some lights back there. But outside (laughs) of that, I think, uh, I think, I think besides that, like, that's just like kind of the nature of the course. It's got a downhill corner in it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Boise, I think they put out a, uh, the Williams put out a video because Justin won that. Is is that correct? (laughs) I remember. (laughs) And there, it yeah. seemed like it was a good breakdown of using the riders and um, kind of you know the way he 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 came off a of certain people's wheel. I imagine you were one of them that he was because you, were you the last one to lead into the last, second to last corner or yes? Do you remember that? that? that okay, I, I did the I did the back straightaway into turn three. All right, so maybe on this I'll li- I'll put a link up here and people can check out that video. Yeah, so, uh, cool it's one. really that's instructive. Yeah, it's it's really instructive on um, Justin like, breaking down how. He's going wide, or his teammate in front of him, and just pushes the the guy that tries to get in in between, pushes them mm-hmm. into the barrier and closes it out. Then, then pretty spectacular.
0: Yeah, it also helps when you're adjusting and you like do like 2,000 watts in a sprint. Right? <laughs> That's kind of a little bit <laughs> right. of a bonus. Right, right. Um, so before you were with Legion
1: that year, you had the the gray jersey on. You were racing kind of by yourself. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. that and you did well at Chico? How was that whole did. The whole whole year for you? Was it uh, kind of just Look, I just—I used to—I was on Israel Cycling Academy. I was at a big time, and now I'm racing in a gray jersey. Um, what's did you feel lost? Was it uh, okay? How how, did, how was that season?
0: It was in some ways, it was like the most rewarding season I've had. Um, just because, like, I think there's like perception of, and and it's probably a true perception that a lot of guys who come from like the European racing and European teams like have this ego, and I think that that might've gotten cast on me just by association. Uh, so that was like kind of the whole, well, I, okay. I should give some credit because the black bibs, um, they, you know, I had talked with them. I was like a fan of like their clothing and kind of what they were doing. And so they like hooked me up with some kit and I just liked, I thought the gray, the gray Jersey was like a nice uh, like touch of like, look, I don't like, no one's paying for me to be here. I'm pay- okay. on, here on my own dime. Um, so I'm not advertising for anyone for free. Um, and, uh, also just like, you know, like it was a little bit fun. Cause people didn't know who I was straight away. Right. Uh, like I remember I did cherry pie it was the first like great, great Jersey race and took everyone like a second. Like I was in a breakaway and then came back. I think Luke, Luke went pretty chased me down. Um, and, uh, like everyone's like, Oh, that's who that is. And I was like, it was, so it was a little bit fun to have like the little bit of surprise for like, however brief it was um but yeah then outside of that it was just like i didn't want to have that perception that like oh well if i'm not in the world tour or i'm not in these big you know classics or these big races in europe like i'm not going to race bikes anymore and that's not why i was ever in cycling. obviously it was a privilege and like a luxury to get to do that for my career but i like racing bikes and, and riding bikes and so that was kind of like the whole point of the great Jersey was just to be like, look, I'm going to come out here and race hard and I don't need to have a team to do this or I'll do it myself. Um, I,
1: I saw you at cherry pie. I, I remember watching yeah. that and it going, wait, they're like Tyler Williams. And I was like, what? And I made the connection. And uh, mm-hmm. did you get in a break with uh, the Mike's bikes and
0: he won the Skinner? I think, is that how that went? No. So they countered, down. they countered my, my attack. I was like alone for like, middle 20 minutes of the race and then they okay. they, they attacked me and then we kind of like looked at each other and then i i hit them i hit like the group with like one to go and thought i might be able to bridge it but it was like 15 seconds okay and i thought if they looked at each other there's two guys in the front i thought if they played any games i could get there and maybe jump them and have a chance uh and then yeah they didn't play games
1: so that's um, yeah, Bob, i think it was bobby Terra and and skinner in a break maybe mm-hmm. that's what it was so but you 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 stayed in between, right?
0: Yeah, I was there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Great, jersey comes through. So
0: yeah. So no, and the great jersey was I don't know. It was a fun fun thing for me. Like, and that whole experience of last year, like, it proved to myself that I know that I was doing the right thing uh, by racing still, and like that was what I loved to do. Um, and I hope it just like kind of like what I also hope it did was show that like not everyone who's racing in Europe does it for the money or because like of the prestige, but like we do it because we love racing. Um, right. And it doesn't matter what race I'm at. Like I'm going to race hard. And so that was kind of like the, the motto behind my great jersey, I guess.
1: Well, and as you said, you still work with the juniors. That's a great philosophy and a motivation for them. I mean, cause not everyone is going to, you know, cat up and not everyone's going to be able to race in Europe and get second in, in Perry Robay. So, sure. Uh, You know, you've got it. And look, I race in the masters and there's a lot of guys that take it, I think, way too seriously for what we do. And um, so good on you for real making that realization. I mean, we just had, you know, um, Taylor Finney, you know, decides Uh he's going to quit. And it just seemed like the last year or so he has no interest in bike racing. I'm totally reading into this, of course, from my perspective.
0: I think you're, you're pretty accurate. With that. Okay.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah. And, and so just to have, I mean, I'm still I'm 48, I'm still racing and I just love it. You know, I'm going out and riding and and, and, and that's
0: good for you. That's something that's sad to me is, is, and there's a lot of guys that do just like shut it down after having like either their career kind of like cut short early or yeah. for whatever reason, they just like get off bikes and don't touch a bike again. Those like the most talented guys like that happens to them all the time. Um, that's sad to me. Right. but and like i understand it but it, it just for, for me it's sad because like we need to have this like grassroots in the sport and that's like where team swift especially does a great job is yeah is there going to be world champions coming off of team swift like probably not like to be honest we're not right. they, she laura laura doesn't um recruit like the best riders around the country but does she like give a lot back to the cycling community of Northern California. Absolutely. Because hopefully all these kids coming off of that team, the one thing they take away or two things they take away is they enjoy riding their bike and racing and they have like a work ethic and know how to like just work together as a team and they can bring that into society. Um, And hopefully, you know, like developing that keeps the cycling culture strong in, uh, in, in California because, if, if it's everyone's like world champion or bust, well, then there's not going to be anyone buying bikes or right. there's not all these sponsors that invest money in cycling. Like they're not going to, what are they investing in?
1: Right. And and for those juniors, uh, you know, there's sometimes you see the success is so strong on these kids, like quickly, right? They immediately, they're yeah, racing sure. the P one twos. And sometimes it happens to the point where I imagine when they get on a, a, a big team, they've never had to work for someone. So, it's a different prospect. And and life is different. You may not always be the most successful. You might be in your little, you know, little circle, and then reality mm-hmm. hits you. So, uh, having that perspective, and maybe just the love of cycling itself. I mean, we've all seen those juniors that are, um, they're they're into it, they're great, and then they hit 16, 18, and they just, you don't see them anymore. So. And it
0: gets hard. It gets it, hard. It, gets hard it, yeah. it just gets harder after right. that. I mean, yeah, it's not it's not an easy sport and it's not a sport that you rely on your natural ability. You know, at some point right, right. you have to you have to do the work or and at a point further than that, then you have to have both really working for you in order to survive. Right, right. Um you mentioned earlier
1: a little concept about gravel. Uh have you decided or is there any interest in doing that? I mean everyone's kind of yeah. interested in doing it have you done any of that before? Is that uh on your uh
0: no, like I mean I've done like so, I've done like, I did Trail Bro Leon, which is a 1.1 race in France that is, okay. yeah, it was like, it's like probably like the OG gravel race. I mean, right. that race is through farm fields and is crazy. Um, this, yeah, it is something that I want to do. Um, I like racing bikes. So, I'm terrible on a mountain bike, like the worst. But, <laughs> I mean, so if it's as long as it has drop handlebars, I can kind of like do it do it so gravel is like a little bit I like road racing the most so I'm going to keep yeah. doing that but it's not something that uh, I'm not going to like focus on gravel ever or I shouldn't say never but like it's not like gonna ever be a big priority for me but I am doing well if we get to do stuff so, I'll do Kanza. Um, I got in and Specialized is going to the team they're going to support it so I'll do Kansas. Oh. I was supposed to do Belgian Waffle Ride Hopefully I'll get to do it still. Um, I was going to do the sea otter gravel race, so yeah, there was like a few gravel gravel races kind of in there for me. In theory, it should fit my fit my skill set because it's like you know Roubaix-ish, so should right. good for me. So is Legion getting a team for Kansas, or is it
1: just specializes kind of helping a few?
0: No, because <laughs> that no. I'd like to see. Um, yeah. No, I joke with Justin that we're going to turn it into a gravel team. He doesn't necessarily love that. You, you um, see that. <laughs> no, he's, I mean, he's, he's about his, uh, he's about his, you know, he has his, his plan for the team. And, um, but no, they, I mean, Legion was just going to support, I think there was going to be a couple of us that go, Um, but it was, you know, specialized was going to help the bike and Legion was going to pay for me to go out there and stuff. What, what is
1: um Justin and Legion's kind of idea for the team? Is it, uh, the hand cappy idea where, you know, in a few years we're going to, you know, Europe and da da da. or is it just,
0: no. Kind of, yeah, um, I-, I think that that's a death wish for a team right now. It's, right. You have to have so much money to do that. And to really get the return on investment for sponsors, you have to be in the, in the Ford of France um, or doing those races. And to get there, it's, it's very difficult. So, um, no, Justin has, Justin has a very like different perspective for the team. I think he wants to, he wants to like kind of make cycling his own. If you ever talk to Justin, he's like, he's got big ideas. Um, yeah. And uh, he sees, he wants to make cycling sustainable in America. And by doing that, he's going to have to, you obviously have to change the business model for America. So that is why the team is kind of focusing on crits still. Yeah. We we're going to do road racing, but crit's, have a home in in the US. And that's because we we appreciate like that fast paced kind of sport. Um it's one hour, you know, one hour 15. You see people every two minutes max. Like so that kind of model is more sustainable in the US. Um along with that, you know, having like the bit of like, I guess attitude you could say, or like just like a different culture in the team. I think it makes it more relatable to people who aren't just like brought up within cycling and like this niche little uh, demographic of like the, the, the country. So hopefully it can kind of like cross over within some sports and within different, you know, cultures and like, hopefully bring more people to like, Oh, this is crit racing. It's not five hours through France or five hours through (laughs) even like tour of California. Like, did anyone ever watch like the whole stage? Like, (laughs) <laughs> no, it Maybe. got boring after a while. Right. Yeah. I mean, I did. I'll, okay, I watched. Them, you, you know there's hardcores that did. Yeah, and I, I'm one of them. At right. the same time, I can understand that most people don't. Right. And what I want to help contribute to is making sure bike racing survives in the US and can be like a home for guys like me and who like love racing and are, okay, we're not in Europe and we don't want to get away from our families for... 10 months a year anymore but like we can still do it and like make a living at it and create a product that's you know appealing to people so that's kind of justin's goal for the team um you know he wants to start more teams essentially and then kind of build from there so it's like very lofty and i'm you know very like excited to help him do that hopefully yeah yeah
1: completely um I had a question here and now just to slip my mind, um, USA crits. That's what it was. USA crits. Is that, that, I think that's really beneficial to the team model. I mean, it kind of came about the same time that these guys are are Mm -hmm. pushing up their thing. So, um, it seems like kind of a symbiotic relationship.
0: Yeah. It's,
1: it's definitely like a start in the
0: right direction. Um, there's obviously room to be room for improvement, especially like within like the calendar and like kind of making it all mesh. Mm -hmm. um but they're definitely like doing it a little bit better than it's been done in the past um i'm not like i've only done two so i don't really know the business end of it so well right um to really like speak on it in depth that's a question for like a guy like justin who has like his own ideas and then like versus usa crits what's the difference um but i definitely like appreciate what usa crits is doing because they're they're trying to like at least make this easier for the teams. Right. And give some like like the videos and the live feed and stuff like that, like making it more appealing to people.
1: What's your um what's your hope for Northern Cal? Well let me ask you this. Let's go back. So you do Snelling, you do it with Legion, and some mm-hmm. people I think Jeff Linder had put something out. Hey, big battle, NorCal, SoCal. Yeah. Now you win it. You're from NorCal, sure. but you're riding on a SoCal team. Who takes the prize? What? What? Who won that? North Cal or South <laughs> I think Sonoma County won that. Okay, we were
0: we were one. <laughs> that's two, true. Three. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, hey, you
1: you had a kind of a point that the finish was this was this animosity was this uh, what was nah. your, your your finish line post up there? Uh, yeah, I know it looks like I'm punching
0: Luke in the face. No, right? Like obviously that that meant a lot to me just because I trained with Luke and Sam like all winter, gotcha. like almost every day. So we're all like obviously Luke is destined to kind of be better than samurai (laughs) but um you know we have to like get our get our punches in now while we can because very shortly he's gonna be better than both of us but um no so obviously a it was it was nice because i hadn't won yet this year um so i was like obviously very excited about that uh i do like love taking on all of mike's bikes um it was really fun to have like a couple of teammates like in that breakaway with me like Corey and and lance uh because normally it's me doing it alone so to actually have backup was pretty cool um but no like it was emotion like i had some emotion with that race because like like i've done big races and that's that was kind of my point like i i want to race and i want to win it doesn't really yeah. matter what the race is yeah. uh the tuesday night twilight crits here in santa rosa is me sam and luke just like throwing haymakers at each other for 45 minutes so we have like a you know good friendship but also like big rivalry yeah so It was cool to like beat those guys in like one of the bigger NorCal races, you know, like heads up us going one, two, three. That was, that was, you know, very special and has been a lot of smack talk in some group messages since then.
1: Oh, that's good. And nothing's better than um, being able to go to a race and having the big guy show up and not only have him show up, but like lay it down. Um, mm-hmm. even for the guys that just get spit out the back. I mean, that's still, it's, it's kind of a, it's a special thing. It's not like getting second at Perry Bay, but it's, it still means a lot.
0: So. No. And I mean, everyone there like works hard to be there Yeah, and is there for, you know, their own, their own reasons, but all of them like unique and important. Um, and you know, like, I also think it's, it's great that like, you have like a little bit of like, like a rivalry, like Mike Spikes versus me or Mike Spikes versus Legion or, You know, like, I think everyone kind of wants to take a piece of Legion right now. You know, like, but that's, like, that's healthy. Like, we, A, as a team, we want that because that means we're making some noise. Right. B, like, the sport needs that because, A, it's it's a nice storyline. And, like, hopefully it can, like, pick up some steam, like, even within, like, the national level of the sport. But, like, I mean, hands down, Northern California has the best road racing, like, in the country. Um, so, you know, like us coming up or those guys coming up and, you know, me bringing the road racing aspect to, to Legion a bit, like that helps the team. And also shows like, look, NorCal is the best road racing around. Like, so, you know, like you have like two really good teams, Mike Spikes and us and then Luke and Sam showing up, like that shows the levels high and winning races like that mean, mean something because the level is high.
1: So, would you say that the uh, crit then is SoCal? Are they, are they the best region for crit racing then?
0: Yeah, I think it's in their culture a little more than us. Yeah. Um, I mean, you had like Rasan Bahati, and I yeah. have Justin and Corey. Right. Uh, so, I mean, they obviously have like some big hitters and have for a long time. So, yeah, like we have like, you know how we have like the split state champs. Right, I feel right. like the, the, the SoCal or the, the SoCal state crit champs, should just be the state crit champs and the NorCal road race champs needs to just be the NorCal or the
1: California champs because I mean, we should do like playoffs, right? The winners. And then you have the top, whatever, and you do a a, a funnel race. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think we need to like do away with like the two state champs and just have like, you just yeah. need one. And I think that's something that should be like, okay, Legion makes a big deal out of that Jersey, but it's cool. And it, it like, it like draws attention. And like, I know like Rafa. Yes raffle store like they were selling it on the Rafa store and it was getting bought like left and right so like that's something that should be you know marketed like while we can like it's something like special and it can make it you know some more hype around racing and everyone wants to like downplay like these races and it's like no let's hype them up like that's how you get the sport like the more hype around the sport the better like the more attitude the more um you know just like interaction between teams or some rivalries or something like Let's make it interesting. Let's not just be like kind of like boring. Like the sport can get a little bit boring um, as much as I love it. Like it is, you know, not like the most like out there. And uh, I think if you can get it a little more like out there, people it will appeal to more people and also just drive the sport along. Uh, right. I,
1: I Maybe that's why you see kind of a, uh, glomming onto Sagan with, you know, his antics or even Taylor Finney when he was doing some Mm -hmm. of his (laughs) videos and stuff. It's
0: something, it's something different. Like, like, instead of just like, like, you know, the, the standard, the standard interview or this just like the standard bike rider, like it's a bit, it's super robotic and like, yeah, it takes that kind of person to like really be at that level. So of course that's kind of like the responses you get. Yeah. But at the same time, like if you can even just fabricate some, some like interest besides like yeah i went i trained at altitude starved myself i got fast and now i won the tour france like right like yeah hey that is incredible what those guys do but it's not helping the sport along and improve itself
1: no but there's so many like boring type of people as you're saying and, and maybe it's you know look you're interviewing them after a race they're completely depleted it may not be the best time for this and Sagan's the only one that seems to put out some maybe crazy comments so uh maybe that's maybe that's your ploy you can you can take
0: on that role yeah i mean i'm not the most crazy guy but (laughs) i mean i definitely like the little rivalry we have in, in sonoma county and the rivalry that kind of started last year between like the gray jersey and mike spikes and hopefully like the mike spikes versus legion or legion and legion versus elevate things like that like I think that that to the American culture is more relatable than like the Tour de France yeah. and like a bunch yeah. of French dudes you never heard of. Right. So I think if we can build on that aspect of it, then, you know, hopefully we can make the sport a little more marketable and a little more sustainable for like teams across the board.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. So before we, we cut out here and talking about marketing yourself and stuff, what is, you, you said you're going back to school. So what's, uh, what's your plan and kind of where you at if you want to, Talk about any of that?
0: Yeah, so um, I'm gonna race for as long as I can. Legion is supporting me in a in Good. a really great way that I did not ever expect to be in a situation like this. Uh, if you'd asked me like 12 months ago if I would be where I am right now, I wouldn't have wouldn't have guessed it. So, um, very thankful for that, and I'm gonna continue to. It's a it's like something that I can be passionate about, and I see a future with. So Good. I'll put 100 percent of my heart into that uh, while the opportunity is there. And then beyond that, yeah, I'm going to stay with school because that was like a big mistake of mine in the past. I had time to do school, even though I was racing a bunch. Like now in hindsight, you no, know, I could have done like some online classes and been chipping away at it. Um, right. I think it brings a little bit of balance to my life too. So I'll try and keep chipping away at school as long as I can. And, and then uh, I haven't really decided what I'm majoring yet because I'm just literally starting from scratch. Um, <clears throat> but like, yeah, I mean, I'll just keep doing that and keep racing for while I can and learn how to do that or race, do do school and be a dad. That's going to be very complicated, but uh, like another great challenge and I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah, it's amazing when you have and, and just as someone I went to law school later on in my life and suddenly, you know, kids and, and going doing that and working full time. And you make it works. And sometimes you're just more focused about organizing yourself. So you got the job you racing your bike, you got a family and I think you'll do fine. So you no idea what yeah, you want to take, no, what you're
0: going to major in or anything. Um, well, I, like I started off with like business and then, or like with the idea of doing business. And then, then I was like, well, maybe I'll like get a little more specific. You can do like an econ degree. And cause I would like to teach maybe at some point, like oh. after cycling is done. Yeah. Um, I think that's something I would, I would like to do and be pretty good at. So, um, something I can like teach with probably, but also something that I can use with normal life, hopefully as well. So, um, and then yeah, just like using Legion to hopefully nurture more relationships in the business side of the sport too. I mean, if you, obviously if I could stay in the sport, that would be a goal of mine or in the industry. Um, it's something I've spent 10 plus years of my life now, like, trying to become an expert in Uh, I think I'm getting pretty close to like being up there as far as like knowing the sport inside and out Um, being part of Legion kind of like a little bit now more in the running of the team so I'm learning that kind of that side of it and then also like learning from Justin the sponsorship marketing side of it and Corey is like excellent at social media so learning all of that and then starting to nurture my own relationships um I haven't announced it yet, but like I'm working with snow Creamery, um which is a local company that make like cheese snacks yeah. and um like it's a team Swift relationship that I've also you know nurtured into something more for myself and that I hope to build into something bigger. I think that they have a great line of products that can be crossed over into like an active lifestyle um you know side of. It's not a cycling sponsor, but it's something that can cross cross across the the line. So, um, working with more companies like that, local and like hopefully even a little bit bigger than that eventually. But I have, uh, yeah. So I have like a lot of things going on. Um, I'm really busy compared to how I used to be, but it's good.
1: It's good. I'm but, learning a lot. Yeah, when your when your son comes, it's gonna it can increase oh, 10 Yes, so.
0: yes, but it's gonna be. I'm so excited. It's gonna
1: be great. No, it, it will be. Um, what was the plan for you season wise until coronavirus hit us? Um, what were the the next few races? And and I guess no one really knows what you're going to be doing next because we don't know when we're going to be able to get sure. outside officially. So,
0: well, so yeah, I was going to do the Piscenta Road Race and the Chico Crit. Hopefully, was kind of like going to be my next races. I just done Tour de Marietta in in yeah. uh, down south. And then I was going to take like a couple of weeks to train because I kind of like overdid it a bit in February. Um, so I was going to like chill out, train a bit, and then do Pesquenta as kind of like a tune-up before big goal was Joe Martin, Sea Otter, Redlands, Belgium Alpha ride That was kind of like my first part of the year goal. And then after that was going to be Winston-Salem, the UCI race, and the crit. Mm-hmm. And then Kanza um, was the end of May. So that's still on, but... I don't have like a ton of hope for that at the moment, right? Um, and then then from there was pronats, or toll sign pronouns. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Kind of like, I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to like plan for anything at the moment. Um, so like once I found out like kind of like the next where well, I realized like the next like two months was gonna be off, I kind of took last week, like com- almost completely off for me. Like I barely trained, and then. This week I was like, okay, I'm gonna start doing some stuff because A, it like keeps me sane. And B, like I wanna be hot and ready when when they, you know, let us out and let us race, like it's gonna be important to be like on it straight away. It's gonna be an abbreviated season so you can stay hot the whole time, I think now.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, so yeah. one of one of my acquaintances, uh Isaiah, he rides for your team.
0: You mm-hmm. taking good care
1: you, t- you taking good care of him.
0: Yeah, yeah. And how's he look for the year? He's, you know, he's doing great. Um, I know, like, I've only raced with him a handful of times. Uh, but I know, like, in the in the SoCal races, he's been doing a great job. And he's, like, learning. He's learning a lot um, and improving all the time. And he's, like, very committed to improving, which is, like, the most important thing, is he wants to be better and wants to learn. Um, and Justin obviously really appreciates that. So, no, he's doing a super job. doing a really great job.
1: Good, good. Uh, anything you want to promote? Say anything else before we uh, we
0: head out of here? Well, I, I got my Sonoma Creamery, <laughs> Creamery plug-in, so I'm really grateful to be working with them. <clears throat> um, no, I mean, I enjoy, you know, I just want to say, like, I enjoy racing everyone in NorCal. Um, like, as much as, like, you know, I love to go out there and just, like, try to kill, because all the, you know, all the, the hard racing that I do, just know that it's, like, me, making up for all the head kicking in that I've gotten over the last like six, seven years. So if you think <laughs> that like, Oh, Tyler, Tyler doesn't know what he's doing to us. Like, no, I, I do. Because I've been on the receiving end of that more than I'd ever like to think about. Um, so, and so it's intentional. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I like to, it's more fun to be the hammer than the nail for sure. Right, so right. I, I try to take advantage of it now that I, I can. Um, But, no, I mean, I just am grateful for everyone that comes out to those races. I think it's important that we support the local races as much as we can because, you know, no matter what, like, everyone here likes to race their bike and the more that we can – the more nice races we get to have, then, you know, it's it's important for everybody. So I like to, you know, make sure that I'm also out there doing the local races when I can because, you know, we can't just be like – like, as Legion grows, I don't want to be kind of, like, forgetting – like, you know, the, the grassroots of the sport, because that's where, that's where the most important people are.
1: Yeah, no. And, and it, it obviously helps perpetuate the sport and, and everything involved. So, um, great to meet you. Great to uh, have you on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. So if any, yeah. And, and, and people can find you on, uh, Instagram, I imagine. Instagram
0: <clears throat> at cw cycling. Okay. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to up my Instagram game. I've been getting a <laughs> lot of grief about it. The least I'm amount to of help followers on the team. Yep. So yeah, follow me on Instagram because I'm trying really hard. Um, I'm not that interesting, but I really try to be a little right. bit interesting. Uh, yeah. And then I'm on Twitter. My ha- handle is similar. I don't know if it's exactly the same. It's like TW, TJW <laughs> Cycling or something. But yeah. No. Um. Yeah that's how you find me and hopefully I'll see people at races at some point in the next month. Yeah. Thank you once again
1: and good luck. And uh, I hope everyone can get out
0: and uh, and do some racing.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You too.